You are listening to the Not Your Average Autism Mom podcast, the number one podcast for moms just like you, raising an autistic child. How are moms like us who didn't plan for this unique parenting journey embracing life just as it is right now, instead of staying stuck in wishing, hoping, and dreaming it was different? That is the question, and this podcast, along with our Let's Talk Autism newsletter and our private sisterhood, will give you the answers. My name is Shannon Urquiola, and I have been traveling this journey for over two decades. I have been where you are. All right, stay with me, and let's get on to this week's episode. Episode 104, Focusing on Your Child's Strengths. Well, hello there, my friends. I hope that you are all enjoying September. And if you're anything like me, embracing the beginning of fall, if you aren't one of our Florida or Southern California mamas anyway, because we know you guys kind of skip that season. And I know that you like it that way. And that is why you choose to live there. I get it because I did it for years. But now, as I've gotten older, I will tell you, I just embrace our seasons here in the North Georgia mountains, but I do love fall the best. So um, I am just loving having the doors open and, you know, outdoor living is just the best. So I hope that you are enjoying your weather wherever you are listening from. So before I get started, um, I want to let you know that we are super excited to announce that our podcast, in addition to our current platforms, can now be listened to on Amazon Music, which for us means more families will now have access to the content that we put out. And that being said, I want to say that we have so many new listeners that have found us over the last few weeks. So if that is you and you are new to us, Welcome. We are so glad that you're here. And I want to take a minute um, to thank Brenda0512 for her review of the podcast. She actually, she wrote, I've never been a person to listen to a podcast, but with my son being diagnosed at age three with autism and having no family where I live, this podcast made me feel like having a family, having a tribe, because She knows exactly how it is and doesn't judge. Brenda, first of all, thank you for taking the time to write your review. Every time one of you writes a review, you are paying it forward to another family to be able to find our podcast. And lastly, Brenda, welcome to our family. We are so glad that you're here and hope that you continue to benefit from all of the content we put out for our families, just like yours and mine. And listen, if you haven't given us a review yet, please just scroll down to the five stars and tell us why you keep coming back every week to listen to me talk. We want to hear from you. And remember, if you have something that you would like me to um, you know, have as a topic on the podcast, you can always email us directly at info, I-N-F-O, at notyouraverageautismom.com. All right. So on today's podcast, I want to talk about focusing on your child's strengths and just how critically important it is to make time to do this. 
Along this journey, you're going to find that there are so many discussions that happen about your child or your child's deficits and areas of development that are delayed and how behind they are from their typical peers and always discussing ways to bridge the gap. And I just want to make sure that in the midst of these discussions, and I mean, even discussions with yourself, mama, when you are having these conversations in your head, I want you to take time to give equal airtime to their strengths. Look, we know that every person, you and I included, we all have strengths and weaknesses. Yet along this autism parenting journey, somehow the conversations about our children always seem to find their way to focus on the deficits. And I want us to change that narrative. And that change begins with you and me. As our knowledge and understanding of autism as a whole continues to grow, so does our insight into the amazing strengths that many of our children have. We all know that autism is a spectrum and there are different levels of functioning for our children. So that means that there are that their strengths also vary. And the strengths that you see now will change as your child continues to grow and develop. I also think that it's important to point out that it's not necessary to compare and base their strengths off their typical developing peers. I believe that you want to determine their individual strengths based on their own skill set. And it doesn't matter if your child is verbal or nonverbal or limited verbally, they too have their own set of strengths. Determining your child's strengths will help you to help them. You know, one of the most common strengths I believe that our children so often have is they thrive with routine and consistency. So they're often visual thinkers. So having visual schedules can help them navigate daily tasks and routines more easily. And creating these schedules gives them reassurance they need to understand the expectations in different settings. And when, you know, doing even just daily tasks like brushing your teeth, getting dressed, having a nighttime routine, you know, research tells us that being a visual learner is beneficial for our kids, especially because visual information is processed differently and lasts longer than auditory or written information. As your child develops, you will begin to recognize what kind of learner they are. Are they a visual learner? Are they an auditory learner? Or do they struggle with multi-step directions and need step-by-step instructions? Another strength that is also common is their exceptional memory. This is one of Jordan's superpowers for sure. They memorize things which is also known as rote memory. And I'm not going to get into it now, but if you want to know more about memory specifically, you can go back 
episode 54, I talk about uh, memory in autism. That's, I get into rote memory and different things like that. Rule-based thinking is another commonality that many of our children share. And that usually leads to them following the rules laid out in different settings. And also when teaching them how to respond in specific social settings, because they learn the rule in that setting, then they know what is expected. You know, we're working on this in our house right now with Jordan. When someone comes into the house and you hear them from your living room, you should come out and say hello, not just act like, you know, nothing is happening and no one is there. And don't get me wrong. We've been practicing this for a while now and we're still reminding him probably nine out of 10 times, but Hey, we're consistent. And after all these years, if we've learned anything, I swear it's patience. So something else that many of you might notice with your children is that they might have been reading at a very young age, likely maybe even before they were communicating or comprehending what they were reading. And there's actually a name for that. It's called hyperlexia. And I think on next week's episode, I might dive deeper into that because it seems like that's been coming up a lot lately for me. So another strength that many of our children have is they have a tendency to hyper-focus or fixate on certain things, right? And that can be looked at as a strength or a deficit, but we're talking strengths here. So, you know, they often have exceptional knowledge in their specific area of interest, right? And that's a strength that you can use to develop new skills. When you are, you know, when you're engaging with them about their specific topic of interest, you're helping them with their communication and their social skills, all while you're allowing them to share their knowledge in what they're interested in. A few others I want to just mention are, you know, they are usually logical thinkers and do so without emotion that, you know, you or I would add into a decision-making process. So, That makes them good decision makers sometimes because they are so logical without the emotion in it. They might also have, you know, an above average attention to detail, which makes them have the ability to be very task oriented, right? I know, you know, my friend Tim and Becky, their son Trevor, you know, when somebody gets new windows in their house, Trevor will get off every single sticker on the window like no nobody else could. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing because of his attention to detail. And think about this. What about them being exceptionally honest? I'm sure a few of you listening have experienced that honesty, likely even in a time when you might have wished that they weren't so honest, right? <laughs> yeah. I've been there many times. Jordan is sometimes too honest for his own good or my own good, but that mama's, that is a strength. So let's celebrate that honesty. Another common ability is that your child may be exceptionally good at math, 
I mean, not my kid, but maybe yours. And if that's the case, there are many ways that you can begin to blend that skill set into their everyday activities. So they're being allowed to immerse themselves into something they love while they're still learning more. What about their independent thinking? Meaning they could care less about what others may think of them. This is one of those things that I have been so very grateful for along our journey. Jordan pays little to no attention to others around him. And for me, at least, I believe that this was such a benefit growing up because we were spared from the bullying that so many children experience because he was never emotionally impacted from the stares of others or what they said. And for this mama, that sure was helpful for me to know that he had this armor of sorts, right? To not be influenced in a negative way, regardless of the situation. So in my opinion, that has been a huge strength uh, of his that has made our journey a little easier too in itself. You see, many of our children don't crave the social attention and reinforcement that other children do. If your child doesn't have an interest in having close friendships right now, that's okay. They will help you navigate this in their own way. And you pushing them into uncomfortable situations, trying to push them to make friends in a neurotypical way, the way their peers do, rarely ever works. They might just choose to live their life more independently and be completely happy and satisfied with that. And remember, you have heard me say this before a time or two, I'm sure. Your child does not have to live life like you do to be happy. They are their own unique individual person. Give them time and space to become who they are. And you know, as I read this, um, you know, I just, I think about our, um, one of our uh, mentors in our membership who I have known for a very long time. Um, her, she is just really, really working into this with her son and he's in his early twenties. Um, but she's just really done a lot of work to get to the place where she's allowing him the space to be who he is. And so um, that just made me just totally think of her. And she shared that uh, inside our sisterhood this past week. And um, yeah, just made us all really happy because, you know, that was, it's been a journey for her to get there, to get to that place where, you know, she's allowing him to make decisions and they're not always the decisions that she would like him to make, you know, and, but she's allowing him the space to be who he is. So you know who you are. So this is a big shout out to you. Um, when we begin to identify and talk about and highlight our child's strengths, we're opening up the eyes of those around us to the world of autism. And hopefully, little by little, 
diminishing the outdated view of autism from years past. When we're identifying our children's strengths, we're increasing their motivation and unlocking their potential for learning. So as I wrap up today, I just want to leave you with this. Give equal airtime to their strengths and deficits. And above all, not all of their symptoms of autism are negative or limiting. Your child will likely go on to amaze you beyond your wildest imagination if you just continue to believe in them. Always have hope and stay committed to doing the best you can with what you know right now in this moment to help your child live a happy life and find their individual unique way in this world. All right, my friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode and don't forget, it only takes two minutes to pay it forward. Write a review on our podcast. Tell us why you love coming back every week. Thank you so much. I want you to know how much I appreciate that. Um, and just the fact that you keep coming back to listen to me week after week, um, until next week, have an amazing week. And remember you mama are doing amazing at this mom thing. Hey, so if you're loving what you're learning on the podcast, I want to invite you to check out our not your average autism mom community. That is where we dive deeper into all the topics we discuss on the podcast and where you get individual help and learn coaching tools that will make your life better every day. When you become Not Your Average Autism Mom, you take on an identity with an incredible community of women across the globe, all raising autistic children who all show up to show the world they are not your average autism mom. It's my favorite place to be. So head on over to the website at www.notyouraverageautismmom.com to find out all the details. And if we're not open for new members right now, be sure to join the waitlist so that you'll be the first to know when we do open. We hope you do. We'd love to work with you inside.